0: All right, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again this week. Uh, Thank you for hitting the play button, play button, and all in or all out. Uh, My name is Kevin Harris, and this week uh, I am going to be uh, interviewing a good friend of mine, my mentor, Tom Bandy. Tom, I don't have the applause button, but pretend everybody's cheering and going, Tom, Tom, Tom. (laughs) So, Mr. Bandy, how are you today? I'm uh, doing well. Thank you, sir. Good. Good. So, Tom being uh, my mentor and someone who uh, I meet with uh, on a weekly basis, um, we haven't got to meet uh, for the last three weeks, and it's definitely shown on my end. Um, I'm sure he's been just fine. Uh, <laughs> I've been falling apart, probably, but uh, uh, due to vacations and stuff like that, so, uh, but we got to meet today, and and I hit him with the surprise of, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to interview you for the podcast tomorrow. And yes, <laughs> what was a surprise. Oh, yes,
1: that was a surprise. I, I congratulate you on that. Yes, yeah,
0: so... Um, so here we're just going to dive right into it. We'll see uh, see how it goes. If it's too bad, uh, we'll just edit it and throw it out and try again another day. But I think it'll be just fine. So, Tom. Yes, with sir. you being, uh, well, as I consider, a friend and a mentor, uh, what do you see uh, the importance of having a mentor or a support group or someone you can lean on or depend on? Well, what? I have found, uh, watched, seen,
1: heard from other folks that, that are people helpers or, you know, working support type things. All of us need someone to be a, a help, a guide, an encouragement, a listening voice. We all, all need to be bringing somebody along behind us and also reaching out To someone ahead of us who can help us move further along so I it's kind of a it's it's a double thing there oh that if what is the old thing if you're not fishing you're not following if you're not following you're not fishing it's kind of relationships just just work both ways as far as helping each other like I, I don't meet with the fella and and not any of the times you and I get together, I am always encouraged and pumped up and and (laughs) cheered up and that kind of thing. No matter where our conversations have to go as far as whatever we're dealing with, but still I find uh, brothering is a two-way relationship and there's a lot of richness to it in just getting into other people's stories and you may not have an answer for anything but sometimes just listening is enough of an answer to give some help
0: uh i I agree with that' cause, uh I know that sometimes when we get together um like a lot of times I'll sit here, I know I've used this you know before, like I'll rant for the first hour or whatever, Amen. and then <laughs> thanks and uh and then afterwards, sometimes you don't say anything, but by the time I' finish. Uh, I've answered my question or answered my problems, you know, once I've said them out loud or, or whatever, but you do also give a lot of good advice, help, uh, point in the right direction, you know, type thing and, and helping out uh, that way. And so, and, and the reason that I wanted to, uh, wanted Tom to be one of the guests on here, uh, not just cause he's my mentor, but we've talked about uh, in recovery and, and you don't necessarily have to be in recovery, but having some kind of support group, uh, someone to uh, to be in your corner, someone you can lean on uh, when you don't have anywhere else to go to, someone to talk to, you know, to kind of walk you through things or just to walk alongside of you. And like you said, sometimes you don't have to say anything at all. Uh, it's just getting it out. And, uh, and I've talked about that when I'm journaling, like sometimes it just helps me write it on paper and, and to get it out of my mind and, and don't allow, you know, uh, You know, Satan to get a grip of it and keep it pent up in my head or or whatever the case may be. Um, uh, What do you see uh, being a mentor? So, all right, well, let's talk, let's say this. So you have, well, I know that I meet with you and it doesn't matter. I don't know how many other individuals you do, but you also have a 20s group and a 30s group that you meet with, Right.
1: Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I'm a small group leader at our church at Crosspoint, and have the high privilege of uh, hosting and, and leading the 20s guys and 30s guys individually Sunday night, Monday night, with good co-leaders. Uh, you know, the, uh, good guys who help and are committed, and it, it's really, it's really neat to be connected with with uh, folks and. And for them to grow it's it's not like I'm just a super teacher, or anything like that, but as we as we bump through life together, and obviously I'm several decades older than the twenties as well as the thirties uh, but it's it's really a good thing. I learn a lot from these from these uh, young men uh from from if I would say their world from the the uh the, the society in which they are are steeped. And then hopefully uh, we pass some things back from from my years of life experience that kind of kind of help. Uh, just is interesting. <laughs> we talked last night about about uh, how do you know God's will? And we a little bit we kind of shifted that toward well, sometimes if we just make better choices or the best choice we can, uh, if Father is not giving us any particular insight about what to do then make the best choice you can and that that can just things sharing things like that I hope it's a long time before they forget that conversation you know maybe 36 hours <laughs> who knows but it, it was a real good solution to what we were talking about at the
0: time well that is uh, true because um, I man where're not here yes I'd heard um, something along along the way of, and some, something I'd read, listened to podcast or something of, uh, doing the next right thing. And so, you know, hopefully doing, you know, making the choice of the next right thing, you know, keeps you along the straight and narrow path that we should be on and going. So, uh, you mentioned experience, uh, having experience and being, you said a couple of decades and we'll go with that. Older than some of these uh, <laughs> young you. men. Thank you. <laughs> but um, so, how do you see experience playing a part in being a mentor for someone? What elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Well, um, I once heard the concept from an older fellow that speaking to younger people said you tend to look at us as how we are you need to realize we are how we have become. Mm-hmm. There's a process that that God worked in our lives, individually, of course, each word, informing us and shaping us into the person that, that appears to perhaps have it somewhat semi-together uh, in, in later years, but there, there's still a process there. And what I, I find really, really, really so helpful with, with uh, younger folks is just to I don't mean to say tell your dirt, but open up and and share openly. You know these are mistakes I've made. This is embarrassing. Uh, item two point three five that I did. You know, so you can't you can't do as you can do similar dumb stuff for what I've done. but you can't you can't beat it. <laughs> you yeah. know, you, uh, some of my things are in a category all on their own, and. Uh, so sometimes just opening up with with another person, no matter what their age is, just it, it kind of lowers the threshold of resistance or a sense of, of hesitation or quietness inside that, well, we couldn't talk about this or we can't talk on that level. That's just not, you know. And then if you open up and lower those barriers by the things you share, Where there's basically nothing else left, you know, that needs to be off the table, so to speak, it really does open doors for conversation to really move, and I've found, especially uh, young men, appreciate that being invited in. Because I have this saying, I'm not sure how it came about, but you appeal to an older man through the boy inside, and you appeal to a young man through the man inside. Hmm. You approach you approach them, you know, on especially young men really like to be honored for who they're becoming, who they are and who they're becoming. And a lot of times there's there's not a lot of maybe recognition for young young guys in that regard. So I, I that's one of the things that I've I found helpful to be able to invite them into conversations that perhaps they've never been given credit for being ready to be participants in yes
0: yeah, so I I agree and you know one of the things that I've always said like with my story and stuff that I try to uh, share my uh, strength experience and hope and I think you know when we share our experiences uh, we allow, um, we kind of break uh, break down some, uh, I guess walls that they may have up or barriers they may have up of being kind of a little hesitant, don't want to share, don't want to talk, but once they hear your stories, where you've been, what you've done, it kind of, um, uh, it opens a door or a window maybe of of them you know, feeling like, okay, I'm not alone, okay, you know, it's okay to, you know, yes. I can share this because they've been there, they've done that, or, you know, because we all feel like a lot of times that we are, we're the only ones experiencing this, or we feel like we're all alone in this, you know, that nobody else yes. has, has been through this, and so when when we share our experiences, it um, gives us an opportunity to, to help others and and allow them to see that it, it we're going to make mistakes it's okay you're going to mess up you know it's just how we get back up from those mistakes or, or what we do you know we try not to let our mistakes define us uh, but we try to move past that and and hope that you know our 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 next step or our the next right thing is what defines us and helps us in you know heading in the right direction and doing what's right
1: I think noticing, and you can train yourself as father to point these things out, but when you can notice and recognize and, and commend a person for something you see in their life, a character quality, an action, an attitude, just a sweetness of spirit, whatever it may be, anything you can find and compliment and point out to a person, you may not see that, but I see it. And it's a very good quality to have and kind of tie that together to to help them help them see where father is is working if you talk about kneading dough whatever is older folks might think about making biscuits or, from scratch or something <laughs> like that but as father's working all these different things in her life he really is we're not just a mess I mean, we are a mess but Father's doing his work, and there is there is a plan, and a a good outcome that he's working toward. Even though it may seem like we're in a, a real muddle, and the just the world and news things, uh, communications uh, that, that come through about ourselves, uh, input we have from other people, and our misjudgments about what we think other people think about us when we don't realize, ah, oh, they weren't thinking about us at all. Anyway, <laughs> you know, we, we run we run with junk. We run with junk. Whatever junk we pick up from other people or from this world or society, we'll pick it up and say, That's me
0: when it's really not. That's true. And I'll say that um, there's been many times that I've come over and and we've talked and shared and um, and you've you pointed out some things that, that have helped well, I wasn't able to see uh, that I didn't know or realize or understand or like, you know, some of the stuff that I guess I go through, I, I feel like, again, I'm alone or feel like it's just normal or whatever. But then when another person sees that or hears that and realize that there's a lot going on there and sometimes I don't realize how much is going on or how much, you know, I've got going on trying to juggle you know, 20 things, I feel like I'm only juggling a couple. In reality, you know, I'm juggling 10, 15 things or whatever, if that's even possible, but in that kind of sense. But, you you know, yes. w- when you go to someone who, um, you know, someone who is part of your support group or your mentor, you know, they're able to see things that you don't or that you can't. You may be blinded by the being right dab in the middle of that situation, right in the middle of that problem or heartache or something, and you're not able to see clearly, you kind of got blinders on, but they're able to see. Well, and what
1: you, you were saying about being able to, someone else being able to see into your problem that you've presented, there, there are two, two things, at least I think, that, that can kind of cloud our. One, uh, in the middle of, of driving through the dirt roads and the mud puddles and all, our, our glasses and our windshield get foggy. You know, we get our vision gets clouded from from what we're going through, and then also, uh, you, you know, we know from uh, all kinds of videos now that the value of drones that a, a small drone with a with a camera can get up and sh- just show uh, so much better a perspective of of what what we're looking at from the side. We can see from the side, but. But then the drone goes up and shows us the overhead view and how things interact and how things work together. And, oh yeah, so that's how that's working. Oh, so I, I think there's, there's, there's clarity just, just from being out of the problem. Just you know not being emotionally engaged in mm-hmm. the hurts and the problem and the difficulties. And also just <clears throat> being a little distant, perhaps. Uh, being able to sort through, and m- there again, maybe a little life experience or, you know, maybe I've been to one seminar more than you have, which would be hard to believe, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if you count all those podcasts and things, but but still, there's that, that ability just to see it differently.
0: Yes, and and that makes a lot of sense because you're right, we, um, you know, we're in the middle of it, and I, I guess you mentioned, I guess, emotionally evolved. And when we're emotionally involved in some in something, sometimes we don't think rationally. We talked about I think we've talked about, and I learned it in rehab back in O two is I over E. You know, intellect over emotions. You know, we allow our uh, emotions to get the best of us, and, and we're not thinking rationally, not thinking right. And so it's good to have that person and um, and to be able to you know listen. You know, to what, you, what you're saying, what's going on, and, and give you that difference perspective who's not emotionally involved in it. And so, um, all right, so uh, mentoring, being a support group, uh, what do you feel like, uh, in your opinion, what, what does it benefit the person who is the mentor? And then in your opinion, what's the benefits of the person, the mentee? Well, I, I, I say for, the, for the, the
1: mentor person, the person who is uh, maybe preparing to meet with folks, uh, praying, uh, partnering with Father to, uh, in terms of, Lord, this person's coming at two o'clock and I've got nothing for them. You know, there, there is, there's a real value in surrendering yourself to Father uh, to preparing to to work with folks, and then while you're in conversation, just think, you know, Lord, if you don't if you don't give an answer here, that's just no telling what we might scratch up. But uh, the, there there's a benefit, uh, you know, in that, that sense, a connection with Father over it, kind of a, a partnership with Him in it. But also there's uh, uh, every person I've ever sat with, so to speak, uh, I learned stuff from them. It's it's as much a treat for me and a positive experience uh, i certainly hope uh, as, as it is for for the the person that that we're sitting together you know just that i i learned a long time ago that i could learn something from anybody uh, if you know respect appreciation and gratitude go a long way in any relationship and i find this with younger brothers who are decades younger than me if I if I have respect for them, which all men appreciate, uh, and, and and gratitude for, for what they've achieved and, and, and done in their life, I can I can learn a lot and gain a lot, you know, from that person. It's not again, it's not a one-way street. For the Mid person, I think sometimes you just you just kind of get some relief. Sometimes you just you just it, it's like the old story Jerry Clower used to tell about the man fighting with a raccoon up in a tree and he said, shoot this thing. And he said, well, it might hurt to hit you. Shoot this thing. One of us has got to have some relief. And that's just kind of how we are sometimes. We're in the the midst of our muddle. We just need some relief. And sometimes just sharing the stuff. George MacDonald's uh, long beautiful poem, Diary of an Old Soul, has a term has a, excuse me, a, a couple of phrases in it uh that goes thy good embraces ill and lo its illness dies and sometimes in just sharing our stuff before father and another person uh you know there's bible verse that says confess your sins to one another that you may be healed Uh there is something healing that father has placed in us being in community with each other and as a beloved young friend of mine once said, "You know tom he, he was he was talking about not having been real active in his church lately, and he said, and he was missing that, he said, You know, Tom, as much as I hate community, I need it
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. we all need community that's for sure and um and you when you're talking in, uh in the beginning uh, it reminded me of you know as i um as i uh has been helping others or or working with others i know for me personally that like that's part of um you know part of my game plan of staying clean and sober is by helping other people as We you know we we're giving back we're helping others and so a lot of times when i find myself you know focus on helping others it keeps uh it keeps the focus off of doing you know drinking drugs or whatever you know it, it, you know, my focus is on helping others and doing that and off of, you know, worrying about worrying about, you know, the drugs and the alcohol. Um, all right. So at the end, you probably heard the other ones. So the rapid fire, you already got ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully you've forgotten the other ones. But, uh, so one of them is, uh, you're scrolling through the TV. Um, with a remote, I know your age, you probably still have the bunny ears and the antennas and stuff. But anyway, with the, the knob, yeah, with, with the, the fall. fall on top. <laughs> yes, yes, I understand that, what you're saying. Uh, but anyway, if you're scrolling through the TV, you come across a movie that you'd watch over and over again, what would it be that you'd stop and watch?
1: Oh, Kevin. Oh, oh. Uh, walking across Egypt. Oh, Lord, I don't even know what that is. With Jonathan Taylor Thomas
0: and Ellen Burstyn. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It was on Tool Time, Tim? <laughs> yes, yes, ah.
1: that, that young man. He he, <laughs> he plays the part of a young man uh, who who escapes from a, a young man's rehabilitation center. Ah. And she takes him in, and, and they work together. Walking Across Egypt? Walking Across Egypt. All right,
0: I'll check that out. Walking Across Egypt. All right, uh, yes, sir. Favorite book other than the Bible that you've read. Favorite book other than the Bible,
1: probably John Eldredge's Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart. I remember when that came out twenty years
0: ago, two thousand one. As a matter of fact, sir. Yes, you're yes. correct. Gosh, <laughs> I you're never read it because I'm not a not a I'm not an outdoors person. So I didn't good really at tend to. Stuff. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Um, all right what was the other one? Oh, uh best advice that you've been given and who was it by
1: oh wilma lowry murphy when i was 10 years old and messing around in a in while the adults were fixing a spaghetti supper and i was picking up the pot lids and all kinds of stuff and she spoke to me and said tom Make yourself useful, as well as a nuisance. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I found that quite uh, beneficial. And, you, and that will draw you back out of some of the things you get into, you know?
0: Uh, yes, I could uh, I could see that. Make yourself useful, as much... As well much, as a nuisance. As well as a nuisance. All uh, right, and let's see. Um, I have... Uh, here we go. Uh, favorite place to eat? Oh, Miss Bandy's Kitchen. Oh, you can't do that. She's not even going to be listening to this. You could have went anywhere than your wife. I guess so. But that's Miss <laughs> Bandy's good cook. Uh, right. I wouldn't know. It's always left down there for you when I leave, and I never get any of it. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. For that. <laughs> sorry for that indiscretion. No you regret bringing growing. that one up, don't I'm, you? I'm still growing. <laughs> <laughs> All right Tom thanks for uh joining me today uh appreciate you appreciate all you do for me and I'm sure my family appreciates you you know <laughs> bringing some sense to me sometimes oh uh, glad to serve <laughs> <laughs> so uh again thanks and so uh we talked about uh mentoring. Uh, finding a support group or whatever. And I, at the beginning, when I started the podcast, there's one I should have looked at the episode before uh, I did this so I could tell you exactly which one. But it's on building a support group, I believe is the name of it. Uh, and it helps you to kind of gives you some ideas of what to look for in a mentor and uh, your support that's, group. It is. Yes, yes, so, quite good. All right. So be sure to check that out and it'll help you to find someone uh, because it's really important. Uh, Because when it comes to finding a mentor and having someone to help you, you're either all in or you're all out.